Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? Nothing, man. Another uh, hot day, last day of school. Yeah. It's a nice day, and uh, tomorrow we're heading to Colorado. So it'll be even nicer there, I think, up in the mountain air. A little bit drier, cooler. Yeah, get away from this humidity, huh? Yeah. Man, although I will say, was it Sunday? I think Sunday was a day where it was like no humidity, breezy. I think I had the windows open all day long. I can't remember the last time I ever did that in the summer in this area, right? Um, I'm on a call with some folks at uh, at work, and I mentioned, hey, you know, I'm going to be on flying to Colorado tomorrow. And they all had this look of, like, terror. They're like, are you afraid? You're getting on a plane tomorrow? Are you afraid? And I, I was just kind of just like this. I said, no, not at all. And they looked at me like I was an alien. <laughs> I'm like, afraid. I said, we'll, we'll wear our masks. Yeah, we'll be safe, I promise. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, you know, I, I wanted to just ask you one thing. Um, I, I personally have gotten a lot of feedback and thoughts on the, the last solo, you know, episode that you did, um, you know, last week or whatever. And, I mean, it hit me a lot. Like, honestly, there were a lot of things you, you hit there that just straight to the heart. Like, wow, that's that's really, really? good stuff. Oh, dude, I, thought, I think it was one of the best ones, honestly. Um, oh, thanks. But, but one of my... Uh, the guy I know that I spent a lot of time, you know, talking to, and, you know, he's kind of, he listened to a lot of the podcasts to begin with, and then he kind of teetered off, and then I guess he just plowed through a bunch of them uh, in the last couple of days. And he said that basically the same thing that I was saying, like, just it really, he thought he did a bang-up job, and uh, I think this was the best one. But he had one good question that I thought, I think a lot of people will probably wonder as well, right? And, and I think his question was basically like, you know, where where do you draw the line between, you know, selflessness and putting yourself first? Right? I thought that was a great question. And I, I didn't have an answer. I'm like, I, that's a good question. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I guess it's kind of interesting because it's somewhat situational in the sense that, like, if you're in an abusive relationship, obviously, like, you put yourself first. Right. You get out of it. But, like... I would say, generally speaking, like, just when you think about life, it's probably, like, one of the biggest questions in all of life, right? <laughs> because I think you, you do get to the point in life where it's either, like, this life's going to be about me or it's going to be about others. That's kind of the way I'm framing it. And it's, like, I think where you find actual joy in life seems counterintuitive, but it's actually mm-hmm. when you are, like as close to possible as, like, completely selfless. Yeah. So when you think about, like, Mother Teresa, like, she had a lot of joy in life, but it was a life of selflessness. Um, I think, like, this is just kind of a crazy example, but, like, think of yourself at, like, a potluck at work, right? Everybody's bringing in dishes. Um, you know, there's, like, a couple of dishes that everybody's talking about, like, oh, you got to try Joe's meatballs, or, oh, these... This crab dip is off the chain. So like, but you see that there's only like a small amount on the table, right? So there's that. And this was me, like I'll admit it for like years of my life, it was about me. So like you kind of try to get to the front of the line because you wanted like some of that dip and some of those meatballs. And you knew if you you were at the end of the line, like maybe they'd all be gone. So, I mean, that's just, you know, and then you start like learning things. You read John Maxwell. He's like leaders eat last. And it's like, okay, cool. So I'm just like, you know, from one day to the next, I just decided like, okay, I'm just going to always be the guy at the end of the line. Just be last. And, 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 you know, I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to suck because I'm going to end up with scraps. But like the thing you realize is when you go to the end of the line and let everybody else go and you see them enjoying those meatballs and that dip, it actually makes you happier than if you had it on your plate. Yeah. Because that, that deep down sense of like I did something that I didn't want to do. So others can like enjoy this. So like that's a lesson I had to learn that like what actually makes you happy is seeing other people happy. Um, I don't know if that kind of no. I, I mean, I, it's funny you mentioned the food thing because I can relate to that completely. I mean, so you know, my wife typically when we have those things, like whether it's at work or whether it's you know parties, whatever it is, you know, she'll always make stuff that just. It sells like freaking hotcakes. Like everybody wants it, right? And her yeah. biggest thing, I would say, like cheesecake is one of those things, right? Where anybody who's ever eaten it is like, holy shit, this is absolutely amazing. 
So, like, I'll bring the cheesecake, or people will say, hey, where's the cheesecake almost? <laughs> and and it's funny because I used to be the same way. Like, I'd, I'd be the first one in line to, like, eat it because I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be awesome. But what 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 I what I learned, too, and I kind of think along the same lines as you're saying is when other people get it, like, let's say, I don't know, 20 people get to try it. That's not only 20 people that you made happy, but those 20 people are going to further tell others, right? So they're going to go home. They're going to say, hey, you got to check this recipe out, or I'm going to see if I can get this recipe, and maybe we give it to them. And now all of a sudden, yeah. it's, 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 like, uh, it's like teaching, right? It's like when you know certain things, right, and you know that punches are always going to be thrown at you, but you can actually teach people to dodge the punches versus, you know, what you went through to learn that lesson. They're already ahead of you, right? So that the expectation is almost like, and similar with this with this kid that's asking this question. I mean, he's a twenty three year old kid, right? And yeah. you know, my whole goal with him is to take everything that I know at you know almost forty two years old and give it to him. Everything pertaining yeah. to marriage and parenting and you know work and exercise and whatever it is. Give it to him and then let him decide what he wants to listen to and what he doesn't, right? Because at the end of the day, if if we're all doing that, to your exact point, you're going to feel good, man. Because what happens years down the road is those people end up coming back to you. And it's like the gift that keeps on giving, right? They keep coming back to you saying, hey, you changed my life. Or your wife's recipe, man, that was the best cheesecake I ever had. And I won't eat anyone else's. Now, the truth is... My wife loves me, and she takes good care of me, so she'll make the, the cheesecake for them, but she'll make a separate cheesecake for me that stays at home. So it's kind of like the best of both worlds, right? I mean, yeah, but, but again, by being selfless, I get rewarded by getting my very own cheesecake. So, Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, it's you almost kind of have to, like, test it out. <laughs> just decide, like, maybe just do it for a week. Just say, hey, I'm going to, like, wake up every day and just – try to not focus on myself and see how I feel at the end of the week. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. The, I agree with that because it's so hard for people to do. I mean, it is, yeah. right? It's, it's society truly, like, there's definitely, most of society has bought into the fact of, like, this whole line of, like, live your best life. It's about you. You only live once, you know. Um, so it, it is kind of, like, I think society in general is focused on, like, you know, what am I? What am I going to do to make myself happy? And it's. I think you got to kind of flip that around. Yeah, I mean, as long as your basic needs are met, right? I mean, I think you know you hit on that in the beginning. Like, if you're in an abusive relationship or you're on an airplane, right? If you're on an airplane and the oxygen mask pop down, you know they always say put put the mask on yourself first and then help others. Because yeah. I mean, I think in that instance, if you don't put the mask on yourself and you go running down the aisle to help others, and then all of a sudden. You can't get to those others because you can't breathe. If you just drop yeah. dead, that's a but, – but as long as your basic needs are met, right? Like, hey, I'm not yeah. starving, right? I'm 262 pounds. I'm not starving. My kids yeah. can eat first, and then I'll, you know, I'll eat their leftovers or whatever it is. I think that's a great analogy, the, the airplane mask, because I think especially like wives and just women in general probably – can get into places where they're helping other, I mean, guys do too, but like, I think it's something women need to focus on in the sense that like, um, like you need to take time for yourself. You can't completely focus on like work and then kids and then like helping, you know, with at the book club or the church or like all these different activities. It's like, you need to take that time to like have quiet time or go to the spa or like take some time for yourself because if you're not, the best version of you, then like everything else going to suffer. Just like you wouldn't think that you should be the first one to put on your oxygen mask, but if you don't, it's going to hurt everybody. Right. I, I, I agree. And I think that's tough, right? It's especially, it's funny you use, you use moms. So I think they're usually the ones that sacrifice the most for, yeah. for the greater good. Right. And sometimes to a fault, oftentimes to a fault. Right, like, or yeah. or they feel guilty when they do something for themselves. It's like, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have done that. It's like, what do you mean you shouldn't have done that? You haven't done that, and you know, you do it twice a year. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Like, go ahead, enjoy it. Right? Like, yeah. Live but then your life. That, that you know, 
maybe other wives aren't doing that thing, like to pamper themselves or taking that trip to the beach, you know, whatever it is. Like, there's kind of that, um, I don't know, it's not like competition, but, you know, you can kind of feel guilty yeah. if you do the best for you. I, I think but, it makes sense, right? I mean, but but again, at the same time, I mean, I think that a lot of people they don't take they don't take time, you know, for themselves. They don't take the the time to be the best, so that they can help others, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I recently read a book uh, by Sean Whalen, right? It was like how to make shit happen, and you know, one of the things he talks about is is not only the the core four like kind of principles that guide his life, but okay. You know, in regards to the body, like the physical body of being fit, being in shape, your body, like you don't want to be the person that can't tell your body exactly what you want it to do, and it does it. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's, I mean, again, like, whether it comes to protecting your families or protecting strangers or you know, whatever it is, you want to make yeah. sure that you're prepared for that, right? If that means you got to yeah. fight to the death, then you fight to the death. But what yeah. if... You can't like mentally. You want to do it, but you can't physically move. You're like, oh crap! I'm too, yeah. I'm too fat. I'm too out of shape. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like if a thief comes and grabs your wife's purse and runs off, like you don't want to be the guy that can't just stands there. Like you at least want to try to, to you know, race him down. Right. I mean, it's it, but it's it's just funny because I think I think a lot of people look at that as like a like almost like a vanity thing. Like if you're fit, if you're in shape, it's a vanity thing. Oh, look at me, look at me. It's like, and and actually, if you really peel the onion back, it's not what it's about, right? Like the Romans did not train to be the the best soldiers for looks, right? Like they weren't trying to be like the cast of 300 just freaking ripped and chiseled just to walk around and like have chicks look at them, right? Like they did it for survival. Like it was like, hey, there is no one on this earth that is going to, hurt my family because I'll, I'll kill you. Like, there's there's nothing you can do against me. And that's kind of the whole point behind it is you, you've got to be able to take care of yourself so that you're yeah. in a position to help. Now, whether that's mental, physical, financial, you know, you, you owe, almost owe it to yourself and your family to make sure you yeah. can do that, right? Yeah. I spent years with, like, lower back issues, and I think it was related to weight, but it does create situations where like, let's say you want to help your neighbor, like move the couch. They, you can't, you're like, well, I got a bad back. Sorry. But now, you know, I've developed more like strength and especially upper body, like chest and back is I think alleviated that lower back pain. So now I don't really feel it. So now it's like, yeah, I can help people do, you know, so, 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 so think, think of that as, um, all right, so like we'll call that an excuse, right? Or a crutch or, you know, uh, excuse, right? It's, it's, oh yeah, I can't do it because of this. And how well that translates into like just work, right? I mean, like, you know, the, the, we'll call it a science experiment or I swear we're all under video camera to see how we react to this and it's all going to be put up on some reality TV show someday. But like, like it's in the, in the past three months, how many people use this whole thing as an excuse? I can't do this because of that, right? I can't, I can't get my work done because I need to be around people. Or when they're in the office around people, I can't get my work done because there's too much distraction, right? It's, it's, you know, and I think that would be more like mental toughness, right? Just the mental ability to, to shut things out and tune out the noise. But I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. Like it's, it's, in my opinion, it's almost never okay to say, I can't do this because of that, right? Yeah. Like, like, you've got to figure out a way or, you know, in, instill the, uh, just the ability to, to realize it. No, you know what? Yeah, maybe I can't do it right now, but that's not acceptable. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's like, stop making excuses for it. Like, well, yeah, it's okay. I just, I haven't worked out in a while, so that's why I can't do it. Okay, well... I mean, and I, I'm guilty of that. Like, I'm guilty of basically doing that. Prior to the three, the past three months, I hadn't worked out in forever, right? I mean, I can still yeah. throw the ball around with my kid. I'll, I'll beat any one of them in a foot race, right? Long distance, I'll get dusted. But one race, I'll dust them, every one of them. But yeah. after that, I'm like, oh, man, that was, that was a tough <laughs> workout, right? But I think it's, it just goes to show, like, how important it is that you do take care of yourself in yeah. order to take care of other people. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and your reward yeah. is the feeling you get for doing so, right? I mean, that's yeah. 
Like, I mean, how, how awesome is it to uh, give somebody a, at a boy and see them just, you know, all of a sudden, like, swell up, like, yeah, I'm the man. Yep. And they just walk away yep. with, like, all the confidence of a lion, right, ready to take on the world. Yeah? Yeah. And it's usually something silly. So, let me see this. I yeah. mean, what about... Um, I just had one thought on what you just said about, um, you know, like, the no excuses thing. And how, like, the coronavirus is, like, the biggest excuse probably in most people's minds of why they couldn't do this or why, you know, whatever. I was thinking about this the other day because I feel the same way you do, like, but then I also feel like, man, there's that other side of, like, and this isn't an excuse, but, like, say you just opened a restaurant and you've spent all your, you know, your life savings on this restaurant and, you know, your business plan was great, you you know, you were disciplined, you finally open, and then, like, literally the government tells you you can't be open, and literally you can't have customers. Now, some people, you can still get creative and say, like, well, we're going to do the special carryout thing, but, like, at the time, people weren't even really doing carryout. Yep. So, like, those people I feel horrible for. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's like, they did everything right, and they could, you know, I don't know, it's just kind of that balance, too, of, like, yeah, they could blame coronavirus, but, like, it was so horrible. <laughs> you know? It, it, it is, I man. Do. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it is, and I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I guess the, the, the way I would kind of look at that is, and this isn't an answer by any stretch, but, you know, the way I would look at that is it's almost like, you know, it's so important to control what you can control. Right, yeah. and in that scenario, you can't control that scenario. Right? Yeah. But like, I think the focus needs to be okay. How do we get creative? What can we do? So yeah. somebody yeah, not even related in that analogy. Maybe it's not the restaurant. Maybe it's what else can I do that has nothing to do with that business? I got to let that one wait right. itself out. You, you I got to like on some other thing. Figure out an idea. I mean, I mean, because here's the thing: is like like you just said, the no one was doing the carryout to begin with, but somebody started that. Somebody was mm-hmm. like, hmm, what can we do? Right? It's almost like, uh, I don't know, like the, what's the freaking company that delivers the food? Like DoorDash or whatever? Like, that, everybody's like, wow, that's the craziest thing in the world. Like, what a great idea, this and that. It, but I don't know if, if you ever saw, but we used to have a thing called Takeout Taxi here in Virginia. And that was when I was in high school. And mm-hmm. Takeout Taxi was basically what DoorDash is. But 20-some years ago. Right, so it's yeah. like, and half my buddies, like we either delivered pizzas for Papa John's or you worked at um, the delivery service. Really? Yep. So like that's what we did when we were high. Like that was that was the job, right? So it's just kind of like you think about things like that. You think of okay, how can I do this, right? How can I open my garage door without getting out of my car in the rain? Oh, I know a garage door opener. Whoa, what a brilliant idea! But at the time. No one, no one was thinking about that, or even like the remote control, right? Yeah. How can I not get off my couch and change between the thirteen channels? How can I just hit a button and it goes to the thirteen channels, right? So it's yeah. obviously that's very creative stuff. That's reverse engineering. That's very technical stuff. But I think it's when you know you know difficulties are going to come. Did anybody predict this thing? No. No matter what the experts said, there's not one person that said, "Oh yeah, this is what's going to happen." Sorry, guys, you're you're wrong, right? Check the yep. ego, right? Some people had ideas. Yes, I've read books that predicted something like this happening at some point in time. But come on, I mean, it's going to rain at some point in time. You know, eventually yep. you'll be right. But I think that you know when when those obstacles come, you got to you know again just kind of change your frame of mind and go, okay, yeah, what do I do now, right? Yeah. Because as defeating <laughs> as it is, you can't just Fold it up and say, ah, all right, I'm just yeah. going to give up on life. Like, yeah. You know? I guess another that we learned was how important it is to build your business on solid ground, too, right? Like, I've heard Andy Frisella talk about how First Form's, like, killing it. And you look at Chick-fil-A, like, I'd love to see their numbers during this because they're literally, their drive throughs are always busy. So, like, but they're built on that firm foundation of, like, a good product and good customer service. So, like... If you, you know, if it's legit, there shouldn't be any storms that can wipe you out. Yeah. Yeah, because not only will you find a way to, to keep going, the people will find a way to get your product, right? Like, yeah. I mean, to your exactly. point, like, 
I mean, the the two weeks after this whole thing happened, I can remember driving by Chick Fil A, and they got more drive-throughs open up. Right, it's three lanes, not just two. And you're like, good lord, man! Like, you know, yeah. or 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 you look at Costco. I mean, Costco made a killing during this whole thing. But yeah. as crazy as most stores were to go into, like I told you that one time I went to Depot, I had to wait. You know, the line probably would have been 45 minutes just to get in the store. I said, screw that, I'm going to Lowe's. I walked right in. Right? Like, but it's, it's again, not that I was being creative there, but it's options. You're like, all right, I'm not standing in line for that. I hate Home, De- Home Depot anyways. I'd rather go to Lowe's. Right? But yeah. just a little further drive. But I think, you know, that's the thing. Like, Costco, Costco had that thing down, man. Week one, it was crazy because, you know, you had to follow all these lines and there were cones and all this crap. But, dude, it was okay. more efficient than it normally is. Yeah. Right? Like, which is crazy. Because I even said to the, the manager, I was like, hey, you guys should keep it like this. Like, this is this is kind of, minus the whole mask thing. I don't, the mask thing, I, I still disagree with. But everything yeah. else was pretty uh, pretty solid, man. Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. So, so, just in terms of, you know, we're talking about, you know, the the, the line between, you know, selflessness and, and looking out for yourself. How much do you think... The, the current environment, right, the current environment in our country, the, the all the stuff that's going on between, you know, the protests and police brutality and, you know, all this stuff, how, how relevant do you think that is to just education as a whole? And I know that that may seem like a weird, you know, kind of segue in, but... What, what do you? Because I got a ton of thoughts yeah. about the education system. I mean, I I have yeah. for many years, but I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, I think it's interesting um, because I think the education system has kind of set kids up from an early age that are now adults to basically like believe what you're told, right? <laughs> and so, like, I was actually just telling my wife this the other day. Like, um, I homeschooled during my childhood, like I went to public school and high school and she homeschooled. So I was like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm grateful at the time. I didn't, I wasn't really into it. Like I just wanted to be in school, but now I'm thinking like, you know, when I see things like I'm always questioning like what Fauci's saying or what, you know, some, whoever it is, a police commissioner in a city or like whatever everybody thinks is like just common knowledge or like whatever it is. Global warming, Al Gore's movie, humans are creating this, and like, there's so many issues that you just kind of like question, like right off the bat, like even with coronavirus or uh, different things. And I think, yeah, it is like the education system is like not creating really like free thinkers. I don't know if I'm making sense or if that's kind of what you're getting. So what's funny is it's almost like like it was a scripted, loaded question. It wasn't. Because that's ex- like 100% what I believe. 100%. I think. Now, I was, I mean, I went to Catholic school, you know, kindergarten, first, second grade, and then I went to public school from that point forward. But, like, honestly, I look at, you know, I look at now, right? I mean, we both have four kids in schools, different levels, right? High school, middle school, and elementary. And I see all different types of teachers, right? I've seen some phenomenal teachers. I've seen some atrocious teachers and most are kind of in between, right? And, and what I, what I think you hit the nail on the head with is it's almost like the school system is like the, uh, indoctrination of conformity, right? It's, it's, and I see that with like tests that are sent out where like I'm helping my, you know, fourth grader, review a test or homework assignment that the teacher said he got wrong. And I'm looking at it going, I know that it's right. But because the answer key that she has says it's wrong, it's therefore wrong. Even though it's right. We all, we all know we can see it's right. It's, it's a misprint. There's a typo, but there's no, there's no discussion. There's no argument. There's no anything. And that's an extreme case, but I feel like you're, you're basically taught not to question. Don't question my authority. Yeah. If you question my authority, you're going to get sent to the principal's office. Yeah. Right? Whereas, I'm not saying that I want people to, like, fight back against the system or anything. And I'm not even saying that I want you or expect you to agree with me on things. I just want you to think about it. Just, yeah. just and give it a thought. 
principles of like just just do your own research. Like the pandemic, do your own research. What are the actual facts telling you? And this systemic racism. What is what is actually happening? What do the statistics tell you? Because these are both like big emotional issues. But like at the end of the day, you can't make up your mind based on emotion. It has to be on logic. Um, but I think that's that's the that's the problem. One other point to add on to that. Then it's college. When you think about indoctrination, why do you think Bernie Sanders wants free college for everyone? Because everyone knows that universities are leftist, lean left. Oh yeah. You know. And you come out of there with with a worldview that's gonna obviously it's like a <laughs> you know like a a machine that pumps out democratic voters. <laughs> so no, but but but, but, but it is going to those liberal colleges. But it so. is, and, and I think that the, that's the that's the thing that I think you know drives me crazy is you know again it's we talked about it last time it's it's that that D or that R next to your name, right and. Yeah. I think that anybody who just pledges, like, unabated dedication, or I am 100% committed to one party or the other, regardless of who's running, is just crazy, right? It's like, I mean, again, man, like, you sit there, and in my opinion, you got all these celebrities out there that are telling people... That you have to vote this way. You have to vote for that person. If you don't vote for this person, then you don't support this cause and this and that. And yeah. my belief is, if I have to, like, let's say I'm just meeting you, and I tell you, you have to be my friend, or I'm going to shoot you. You uh-huh. you must be my friend. Then chances are, you probably shouldn't be my friend. Like, yeah. You know, or if, if I have to, like, buy you things, or, like, I think back to being a kid, and, like... You know, the rich kids, where, like, you would openly see other kids just taking advantage of those kids just because they would buy them stuff or they would take them places, right? And, and like, but no one ever said anything. No one would ever dare, like, step in and go, hey, man, like, that guy's using you because then you're a snitch, right? Like, but but really, it's standing up for what's what's right and what's wrong. But I just, like, there's so many people out there, and, and again, we'll pick on, you know, the Democratic Party here in this instance because... You know, we're right before an election. We're focusing on, you know, the George Floyd tragedy, which, tragedy for sure, but at, at no point has anyone mentioned, you know, the 36 black guys that got shot in Chicago over the weekend, right? Yeah. At no point is anybody outraged about gang violence. At no point is anybody outraged about the bigger issues that are out there. It's... One thing, one platform, and you know, I mean, they they show this this poor guy and his grieving family's, you know, funeral, and who's flying in? Celebrities, thousands of celebrities, the same celebrities and politicians that said, "Do not go in public, or you're going to spread this virus." It's like, guys, stop! Like, can you just for one second, just just take a second to really look at what these people stand for, right? What have they truly done for you? Right, like they, they want yeah. you dependent on them, and they're going to use you to get the vote because that's what you're told you should do. The party represents this, or the party represents that, and it's all you know. You look at the media, I and mean, we talk about the media all the time. If you don't know that Fox News leans right and CNN leans left, then you're crazy, right? But like, <laughs> but but that's the problem. Like, like people that watch Fox News. They watch Fox News because they want to hear the narrative that they support. Yeah. And they walk away feeling good. Yes, I feel good about this. People don't disagree with Fox and then go watch Fox. They don't do that, right? Very few people watch the alternate to go, let me try to get the full story here, even though they're both lying. But you got to also remember the goal. What's the goal of all these media companies? It's money. It's viewership. It's sponsorships. It's money, money, money. And who are all these guys hanging out with, you know, when they go on their yachts and they go, you know, to this this function, that function, it's each other. Yeah. And they're all like, hi, like, hey, man, good job. Yeah, we did that. We did that. Like, you know, it's it's just, it's mind-blowing to me how, like, I don't even blame the people. I don't blame the, the, the people that are falling for this stuff. I blame anybody above them that's taking advantage of them, right? And that's yeah. all people. That's Republicans. That's Democrats. No one gets out of here unscathed. Right, but like, 
I mean, it'd be awesome if we had all non-politicians in office, right? Oh, yeah. You run for office on a certain platform based on what you talk to people about, and if you go to office and you don't do what you said you were going to do, out. Don't care who you are. Don't care if you're, you know, the fifth generation of Bush or Clinton or whatever the hell you are. It doesn't matter to me. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. Get out of here. Because what happens in any other job? Name me one profession where you cannot do your job for 40-plus years and still have your job. And not only still have your job, but get promotions every time. Yeah. There's no occupation in the world. It's just mind-blowing to me, man. Yep. Let me ask you this. What about, um, I don't know if it's a real word or a real thing, but diversity shaming. Right? So, when we were growing up, I mean, I know, I know in this area, you know, the D.C. area, the big push was diversity and celebrating diversity. And, you know, like playing football, playing baseball. Man, we had every, every skin color you could possibly have. But above yeah. anything else, we were football players. We were on the same football team. So if, yeah. if anybody messed with anybody on that team, even if you were the fifth string kicker, you were going to get the crap beat out of you by a bunch of us on the team because we were a tribe. We were together, right? Military yeah. is the same way, right? You're yeah. a tribe, man. We're together. We don't see color. We don't see all this crap. We're together, right? We're, we're Americans. But when did it become, like, shameful, right, if you were diverse in your thinking and you thought for yourself, right? You, you dare go against me, the leader, the ruler. You dare think for yourself, and you're like literally publicly like, well, I guess virtually flogged for it now, right? It's like, how dare you do that? Delete that account or censor that or put this is fake news or this is that, this is whatever. If you dare go away from what, you know, the, uh, the higher ups, you know, seem to, to, to think the narrative is, right? Is that, did that just start recently? I don't ever remember that crap happening. I don't know, but it is bizarre. Right? I, yeah, I don't know. The thing, I think, like, every, like, you mentioned, like, your team, like, the diversity, like, every, think about every Fortune 500 company out there, like, every one of them celebrates diversity, right? Like, it's, this, this has got to be the most, like, politically correct, di- you know, like, diverse culturally, and, like, minorities have, as much opportunity as anybody like we've ever lived in. Maybe that was ever, maybe a society that in the history of the world is the most diverse. <laughs> and I think I touched on this on the last podcast, but like you would never know it. Right. So. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's crazy to me, man. And it's, uh, yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. you know, I'm just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big believer in, you know, results, right? Like, like, show me, don't tell me, right? Just, just do it. You know, yeah. like, like you got all these celebrities that are putting all this stuff out there. You know, we need to change this. We need to change that. Okay. Well, let, let's see. Last I checked, you're worth about, I don't know, half a billion dollars. You yeah. got, you know, how many 30 million followers run for office? Yeah. Cause if you can get 30 million votes, you're going to win. Any election, you're gonna win. Yeah. So, so do it. Yeah. So, just so I'm understanding a little bit better, when you talk about diversity shaming, like what's an example you've seen recently of that? So, so I would say if you know, for instance, there's a lot of blacks, right, black Americans that are out there that are coming out against a lot of the tactics and the things that the Democrats are doing, just kind of. Trying to, yeah. like, you know, in, in a lot of it, it, it's unfortunate they have to do it in, like, a, a comical way, right? Mm-hmm. Because they they see through what's going on, and they're trying to, like, open up other people's minds to just think of it. But immediately, yeah. as soon as you're black and you go against the Democrats, you're shamed. It's it's yeah. like, no, you yeah. cannot, like, like Candace Owens, per, perfect yeah. example. Like, think of the names that are being thrown at her, because why? Because she's thinking, she's doing exactly what the Democrats say they're fighting for. Yeah. She's her own person. 
that's what we want. We want the, this country is made up of individuals, individuals yeah. that come together for the greater good. Not, yeah. you know, you're not you're not a part of my team because I said what you have to do, or you're lucky to have a job, or you're lucky to have me as a as a husband. You'd be nothing without me. That's not what life's about. Life's about empowering people, right? So sitting there and trying to control the masses and control people's voting and thoughts and whatever it is, that's not that's not what a democracy is supposed to be. Right? No. Like but I mean Candace Owens is the, the, the best example I can think of. Larry Elder. Yeah, Larry Elder too, yeah. I mean he backs it up with actual facts and figures. And they're both saying the narrative is incorrect. But like they're being crucified. And I, I saw something about like some Antifa people, or I don't know who, actually put out Candace Owens' actual address. They basically say, like, we need to take her out. And then she's getting her content, like, canceled off of social media, and it's like, this is just ridiculous. Yep. Whether you agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. That's the whole thing. It's like, yeah. Do you see, uh, what what you, what'd you think of that, uh, that woman, uh, was it Samantha Marika? She's the one that uh, is on Instagram with just really well thought out things. The one I sent you yesterday, dude, like another perfect example, right? It's it's. But here's the problem, right? The problem is if I mean, ironically, this is called share the mic, right? So the whole premise of it is to share the mic and say whatever whatever's on your mind. Let's talk about it. Let's figure it out, right? But imagine if. I don't know. I controlled the mic and I said, yeah, no, I, I just muted you the whole time. You can't talk. And I, I control the mic. The message that's going to go out there is what I say it's going to be. Yeah. Right? But 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 just as, I mean, obviously this is a much smaller scale, right? I mean, there's just two of us. But it's a 100% partnership. 100%. Like, there's yeah. nothing that, like, if you want to do anything, there's no, never a time I'd be like, no, you can't do that. Or, hey, don't say that. Or, hey, let's edit that out. And vice versa. That's not... Yeah. So it's like a small scale of the United States of what it should be. But yeah. think about who controls the, the media, the microphones, the everything. Right? It's it's yeah. all the same people that control the news outlets. The people who own the news outlets own the Hollywood studios. If yeah. you were an actor, whether you agree with me or not, but you knew that your you know your living and your money depended directly on you getting in line with what I'm I'm preaching and I'm controlling. You're not going to go against me. Yeah. So, so I almost don't blame celebrities, right? They're not yeah. stupid, right? They're like, hey man, I just made you know two hundred million dollars last year. I'm not, I'm not going against these these guys. No way, man. Right? Yeah. Like, but but what you need is, and what what you're starting to see, I think, is you're starting to see people fracture off and go, wait a minute, hold on, no, 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 this is. This is not true, right? These people are not evil people. This is not how life is, right? Yeah. Sure, there's bad apples. There are bad apples everywhere. But you know, it's crazy. one of the like case studies for that of like when you talk about sharing the mic and like your perspective is what gets out there. The protests themselves are such a great um, example of this because if you watch Fox News, protests are basically murder and mayhem, yep. right? If you turn to CNN, protests are these peaceful, gentle, like, why not? Why don't we just know exactly what's going on in the protests? Like, because there's obviously some of both. There's some peaceful protests. There's some marching that's peaceful. And there's some, like, chaos. Like, why don't we see that balance? Yeah, but, but again, it, it all falls. Yeah. It's all control, man. It's, yeah, it's control. It's, it's. You know, it's it's like I, I, I've joked around with you in the past where, you know, like the kids will talk about um, dinosaurs, right? And I'll say, oh, dinosaurs? Like, yeah, you, you believe in dinosaurs. And they're like, well, yeah, Dad, we just saw one at the museum yesterday. I'm like, yeah. And we as people, we're not smart enough or we don't have the technology to build a dinosaur bone, right? And I don't say that to, to say that I don't believe that there were dinosaurs. I say that just to... Just to kind of flip it upside down and say, hey, you know what? Just, just, just consider it. Just think about it, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, again, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, that never happened, or we never went to the moon. But again, yeah. we can do some pretty cool stuff with technology, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, heck, we're yeah. we're talking over a freaking video. You know, like no one would have thought no one would have thought that was possible 20 years ago. 
Yeah, yeah. If you don't think we're that people in politics and the media are trying to manipulate you like puppet masters, you're clueless because it's so obvious. I mean, look at like this is just like drop the mic, like case closed. Is these anti um, reopening protests, right? Yep. People that thought they should be open were being like called like these were the worst people in the world and they were being arrested literally days later days were the protests for george floyd and no big deal like yeah maybe you disagree with reopening and maybe you agree with the george floyd protest, but it doesn't matter because this was about a pandemic and the spread of the pandemic so one protest was like the worst thing you could possibly do and then yep. these protests are like the greatest thing you could possibly do within the span of literally days. Yeah, no, there's, it's, there's, there's it, nothing you can say about that. It just is what it is. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and that that woman Samantha uh, Rika hit on that, where you know just two weeks ago, if your grandmother passed away, you were not allowed to say goodbye to her as she was in the hospital. You were not allowed to go to her funeral. You were not allowed to have a funeral. But fast forward two weeks. And now you can fly in from all over the country and all over the world to go to a funeral that's going to be on every single television across the entire world. Yeah. And none of them, none of the people have masks on. Like, it's like, like all of a sudden, wait a minute, how do we understand this? Like, you know, like, so, so again, I, I think it's, I don't know, man, I just think that, that the, the bottom line is people need to, they need to think for themselves. But I, I do believe that a, a big reason why they don't think for themselves is one, out of the big word that you always talk about, it's fear. Right? Okay. It's, it's, well, if I push against, if I question my parents, what will happen? What are the repercussions? If I go to my boss and tell him or her, I don't like the way this is happening, this is happening, what's going to happen? Am I going to get fired? Yeah. Right? Like, so, so that fear of the unknown, like, oh, my God, what if the worst thing happens? They don't want to do it. Two, they haven't been shown or taught to think that way, right? They haven't because think about it. I mean, it's we talk about this in leadership, right? Bosses and leaders, good leaders, bad leaders. Good leaders tell their people, Nate, I want you to come to me if you have an issue, man. Like, like speak freely. This is an open dialogue. You're not going to agree with everything I say. Let me know, man, and let's try to figure out a way to make it work, right? Or they ask the people, hey, what can I do to help you? How can I serve you? How can I do this and that? That's what people need to be taught. And the problem is, if you've been taught a certain way for 50 years, it's yeah. really hard to change those yeah. habits. Right? So it's like immediately the focus has to go to, okay, the next generation. How do we – but it's a race. Right? It's a race to one, – one group wants to control. The other group wants to empower. And that control yeah. group, that's Democrats and Republicans. That's not just Democrats, that's Republicans as well. They're in yeah. that same mix of control, 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 whereas we need more voices, more people, more celebrities, more people with influence to step up, you know, stop sitting on the sidelines and step up and say, hey, listen, this is what you need to look at. Read, or before you buy this car, read these two pamphlets too. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, you don't just go to a dealer and say, I want to buy that. You do your research. Right? Yeah. I mean, wow, it seems like common sense, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely both parties that are in the, the control camp. And it's this, it's the two-party system. I mean, look at the Bushes now saying they won't vote for Trump. Look at Mitt Romney. Look at, like, these people were Republicans, but, you know, they, um, I don't know. Just, yeah, two different worlds. I do, uh, I do think, and I hope, that it may be a long time before we see another politician in the White House. I think that, I think Trump is going to win, and I think that yeah. the next, yeah, you know, so 2024, I think you're going to have a whole bunch of non-politician Democrats running, non-politician Republicans running. And I think that you're going to end up having, you know, like, I don't know about celebrity, but CEO versus CEO for the next White House. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to win. I don't know any of that crap. But I think people are starting to finally open up their eyes a little bit and go, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Like, 
Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I, mean, the, I mean, Biden worst can- is a joke. Yeah. He's a joke. He's the worst candidate you could possibly have. 40 years as a politician. And, and eight of that as vice president under the one and only black president of the United States. And you didn't fix any yeah. of the stuff that you say you're going to fix. Yeah. Who literally in the middle of race riots says one of the most racist things I've ever heard. <laughs> you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Basically insinuating you think for yourself. Like that is, you can't even make that stuff up. That's ridiculous. So, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't know, man. But I'd love to see, I think non-politicians are the best people to, you know, be in D.C. But but imagine imagine even like, I don't know, imagine debates. Imagine watching a debate where you've got just some of the strongest, most successful. Like, just think if, think if Frisella, you know, Gary V. Um, who else is running? Milet, you know, Sean Whalen, you know, Mark Cuban, like all yeah. these all these leaders, like just natural leaders, were on it's a stage Matt. debating against each other. Like, think of yeah. the ideas that are going to come out of that. Think of the. Like, dude, I would love to be the guy that's moderating that, right? Like, I would, I mean, honestly, there would be so many nuggets and so many takeaways from that conversation to where half the time, I'll bet you, they would say, you know what, Nate, that's a really good point. Man, I like that. Like, instead of, you wrong, you know, your mother's this, your wife's that, you're that, that, that. It's like, come on, guys. Like, let's, again, let's focus on finding solutions, not sitting there pointing fingers and passing blame. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about? I'm sure we probably think the same way, but like, it's just insane that we only have two people to choose for president. Two parties. Like, I would love to see like 10 candidates, either five Republicans and five Democrats on the different spectrum of where you sit in the party, or just like 10 different parties with a candidate each. You know? I mean, I, I think it's stupid. I mean,. Washington was against it, right? Over 200 years ago, right? I mean, of course, he didn't want to be president, right? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, think back to those days. I mean, his first title, they wanted to call him His Highness. And he was yeah. like, hell no. Like, no. But he literally had to be convinced to run the country. And the only reason that he really did it was because he knew he was needed. He was the only one that could truly unite the country. And that's yeah. that's another, you know, plug to, you know, celebrities or all these people that have these, you know, big effing mouths that think they know everything and they can do all this change and, you know, blah, blah, blah. They're sitting behind a keyboard. Hey, step up. Right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe you're not ready to, to, to run or to lead or whatever. So what? Maybe you run five times before you finally get elected. 30 years from now. Who knows? Right? But I think that the point is there's, you know, just like in the beginning of that, you know, the the question between selflessness and selfishness, basically, it's you have ideas. Get them out to the public eye. I mean, it it, it drives me nuts that there's these, these parties, right? I mean, I'd be back for, or down with going the way it used to be where, you know, when, when Washington was president, where there's, Say there's 10 people running, the person who gets the most votes is the president. The person who gets the second most votes is the vice president. And then so on and so forth, secretary of state, secretary of defense, whatever whatever it is, right? Because then all of a sudden, hey, you know what? You better learn how to work with your enemies, buddy, because it's on you guys now. And there's no pass and blame because we're going to blame all of you, right? I mean, crazy ideas, but hey, that's the only way to make sure... Right, you surround yourselves, and I know Trump catches a lot of crap for some of the people that he's, you know, appointed to his cabinet over the years, and people he's cut, people that have resigned. But the one thing that love him or hate him, you got to say, he has one of the most diverse, not only ethnically wise, but just background wise, in thought wise, and idea wise. He's got so many Republicans, Democrats, Independents. He's got a mix of everything. Under his circle. Now, he doesn't... I don't think he always listens to them. 
but at least it's a step closer to where we need to be, right? We need a leader yeah. that doesn't really care about being the leader. He, he wants to be the one that basically surrounds himself with people that are just smart as hell, and then we just continue yeah. to become greater and greater and greater. Yeah. Mm. You need people, you know, like, I'm not a Trump hater or Trump lover, I always say, but, like, you do need people like him that, like, are truly in it. Like, I think he actually is in it because he wants to make America great again. Like, Agreed. that's not just a slogan. Because if you're a billionaire and you could have spent the rest of your life literally doing whatever you want, in your high rise in New York, out on a yacht, you know, just spending time with the grandkids, spending time with your own family. Like, literally, you can do whatever you want. And he decides he's going to basically destroy his life for running for president. Yep. He probably had a reason for why he wanted to do that. Right? Whereas someone like Joe Biden, who's a career politician, that's all he knows. Like, well, obviously, those people want to, they want to be president. Yeah. But we need more people that, like, like Sean Whalen called out The Rock on his Instagram yep. this week. It's like, yeah, these these really rich folks that could just live whatever life they wanted. Well, going back to our conversation about like service, like serve your country, right? You, you know, so it's funny you to say know, that, you know the the, 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 are the people that shouldn't be right, and the people that have lives and have been successful are the people that should serve. I agree, man. You know, it's it's funny because someone uh, someone called him out. Someone called Sean out for saying that. Oh, okay. And his his response was he showed video of him giving a speech because they were basically like, "Yeah, why don't you why don't you step up?" He's like, "I have you, dumbass," because he ran for for uh, he ran for Congress in Utah in like 2017. Right, so, okay. but it's just kind of funny because it was almost like, "Oh man, you walked into that one." Jesus, was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, there's so much to talk about right now. It's just crazy. It, it is, but it all but it all comes down to to you know basically like the same themes, right? Like it's it's mm-hmm. it, it all comes down to just if you if you have strong leadership, right? Like and and that definition of, of strong leadership, ninety percent of people have it wrong. They don't they don't they don't understand. They think leadership is a title. Or it's, uh, I'm the boss, I'm this, I'm that. It's like, no, it actually has yeah. nothing at all to do with you. It has to do with how are you going to help all the people that are around you. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. that's what leadership is. So, you know, whether you're the president or whether you're a CEO or whether you're a boss or what, whatever it is, your job is to ensure that whoever you're responsible for is set up for success. That's your job. You have no other job. It's not about you looking good. It's not about you winning, losing, or anything. It's about can we, you know, set a, a time and say, all right, you know, 12 months from now, four years from now, 20 years from now, can I look back and go, all right, I did my job. I, I did good because all these people are telling you, hey, man, thank you. Like, you you saved my life or you helped me or you built this or you really gave me the opportunity to do that. That's That's leadership, and that's what we're – I mean, we're lacking that right now, right? I mean, you know, that's not a knock on Trump. I mean, he's, man, that guy's fighting against everybody. But the the, the point is, during the Freddie Gray stuff, right, in Baltimore, another tragedy, a kid, by the way, okay, Obama was president. Uh Was it Obama's fault? Of course not. Right? Is, Is it Clinton's fault? When, you know, all those things, the crime bills were passed in the 90s? No. Yeah. Right? Was it Biden's fault? No. He still doesn't own up to it. Right? But it's, like, people, again, people don't know what they don't know. Right? So if there's there's one article that you got to dig and find, like, that tells the truth, but there's a thousand articles that contradict the truth... And they're everywhere, easily accessible, and that's all people throw at you. It's kind of hard to go. Mm, no, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna believe these guys, right? Like, yeah. you know, wh- why would I believe the guy that was there? Like, let's say, well, I was, I was stabbed, and I tell you, man, I got stabbed by this guy. But there's 500 other people that heard the story and they tell the story, and then all of a sudden it becomes so concocted that I stabbed the guy, right? That that becomes yeah. the narrative. So, uh, yeah. just kind of. Yeah. Kind of wild. I'm going to remind 
a point I wanted to make when you talk about the Freddie Gray stuff and like, um, like obviously racism exists. It has always existed. It will always exist. But the, the left is really good at like framing narratives. So have you noticed how the word systemic is always mm. like that's the narrative now? It's systemic, systemic, systemic. Why are they? Why are? Why is everyone so focused on that word systemic? The reason is, is because Marxists and leftists, they want to, th- they got to overthrow the entire system, right? So you can't say it was a pocket of bad cops in Minneapolis that did a really stupid, horrible thing, right? Hmm. Or you can't say, uh, you know, there's a bad, there was bad apple for, you know, a number of cases, 20 or 30 cases where, you know, the Sandra Bland one or what was her name down in Texas, like the cop just, couldn't communicate well. It was just, it was a disaster. But the reason they have to use systemic racism is because that implies you have to, and that's what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. You got to defund the police, got to like throughout the entire system because what they want is their system. So that's why they're very good at choosing these words. You know, it's, fun, you it's funny. It's funny you say that, man. I mean, like, just, just think of, again, the, the, the police officers that were involved, right? I mean, you know, obviously the one guy on video, you know, that that did everything really, you know, white. So absolutely. But then it looked like you had a you know, an Asian guy, you had a Hispanic guy, and it looked like, you know, another black guy. Okay. But if you look at the chief of police from Minneapolis, he's black. Right? Yeah. So again, when you say systemic is he racist? Right? Like, at the end of the day, is there racism? Absolutely. No question whatsoever there's racism, but there's racism against all kinds of shit. I mean, dude, like, there, yeah. it's, it's all over the place, right? But what's, what's crazy is, you know, I, I kind of look at it as most people are, you know, they're looking at your character, right? Like, you know, it's like if you ask two kids, you know, I don't know, line up, people of different colors, different races, you ask the kids, like, hey, what do you notice is different, different about them? They're probably not going to say skin color. They'll be like, oh, that guy's fat, or that guy's big, or that guy's short, or that guy's tall, or that guy's bald. Like, it's, there's so many different characteristics before they get to that. Right? Because yeah. racism is taught. It is taught in such a small minority of people. Right? Just as biases are taught. Right? It's, we all have biases of some sort. Right, but I think to say that it's a whole system thing, if anything, yeah. we've been bucking the system for how many years, trying to get things better. And I think the more the more time yeah. and energy that is spent on you know dividing or pointing out our differences in one another, it just it just creates this bigger and bigger hole. And to your point, who's gonna slip in there, right? Like we always talk about, you know, yeah. don't be a sheep, right? Well, the sheep are also very sneaky, right? Sheep is really a yep. wolf hiding in there, sneaks in there and dismantles yeah. stuff and, and just makes it look like, well, you can't do anything by yourself. You need me. You're nothing. Again, you're nothing without me. So you got to vote for me so I can fix this for you. I'll fix it, damn it. But they're not going to fix yeah. anything, right? It's, it's yeah. like defending, defunding police is just, I don't know, again, part of a bigger plan, right? Education system, defunding police, but the same people that want to defund the police are the same people that think that you and I shouldn't have the right to own a gun. So now you have unarmed civilians, no police force. So what's going to happen is the elitists are going to be the only ones with guns, right? Because they've got private security guards, right? I mean, you look at look at Pelosi, look at all these anti-gun people that are out there. They're surrounded by guys with guns at all times. The, the, the politicians in L.A. just got hammered for this because they were writing these bills about defunding the police, and then they got they realized that the mayor and the lieutenant, whoever, like the number two, both had private L.A. police personal protection. It's it's just it's so. it's so you know it's so hypocritical, and I think again, it all comes down to control, right? Like that's that is the wrong like if you get into anything in life if you have kids because you want to be in control if you get married because you want to be in control if you become a teacher because you want control or a cop because you want control like or politics because you want control anything you do 
with the preconceived thought of, oh, I can be, I, I get to make the rules. I get to control things. It's wrong. No, yeah. no matter what it is. Like, it's in, in the yeah. thing is that if you, if you have someone that thinks that way, why would they tell other people to go against them? They're not gonna, right? So, like, you need more leaders that are, again, they're willing to have conversations and say, hey, guess, you know what, guys? I'm here because of you. You voted me in here. Thank you. Right? How often do they say thank you? Like, no, I yeah. I did it. I won this. I did this. No, you didn't win shit, man. Like, people voted for you. You yeah. tricked them. Good job. And any election there is, what, 20% tops of the people voted. So you won the majority vote out of 20% of the people. Right? You didn't, yeah. you didn't win anything. Right? So, I don't know, man. It's, I, I think there's... There's got to be more humility just in life. Yeah. And there's got to be more vulnerability in life. And I think if you if you open those two things up, you get back to the beginning of our conversation, you start to serve people, you start to help people. And to your point earlier, I mean, you, you, you nailed it. When you do that, that makes you feel good. Right? So yeah. you don't need the power. You don't need the control. If you just trust just trust the process. Trust what happens. You go through that whole thing, and all of a sudden, you go, damn, I feel awesome, and everybody's behind me because I didn't tell them they had to get behind me. Right? It's yeah. Trust is earned, man. It's not. You don't demand it. You don't tell people you got to do this, this, this. You empower them. Yeah. Feed them. Feed them all the stuff. Hey, here's all the reasons that I do it when I interview people. I tell them all the reasons why they don't want to get into recruiting. I'm like, guys, why do you want to do this? Right, because everybody else just sold them on like, oh, this is the best place. It's so much fun. I'm like, why in the hell would you want to do this job? It is the most thankless. You're going to get your teeth kicked in every single day. It sucks. You sure you want to do this? And if they still say, well, yes, here's why. I'm like, okay, but don't say I didn't tell yeah. you. Like, I'm trying to talk you out of coming yeah. to work with us. But then once you're yeah. here, I'll make sure we give you everything you possibly need to be successful. But I just got to know yeah. that you can kind of. Like, you can't come back to me and go, you never told me that these days were going to be hard. Like, I told you, man. Like, matter of fact, yeah. I told you to get away. Like, don't come here. Go do something else yeah. in your life. It's like, yeah. you know, just transparency. That's a great point. Maybe we can end it back on a Michael Jordan last dance mm. reference because that's what he did. Yep. The people that came from Bulls, he was a nice guy. He was trying to cut their throats. On the practice court, he was trying to say, like, are you sure you want to play with me? Are you sure you want to be part of this? Because this is not going to be fun. You know, there will be glory at the end, but you know, I think that's kind of what you're saying is. Yeah, it's, a it's leader just, needs. To, leaders yeah. got to make tough decisions too, right? And 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 stick with them, right? Because I mean, again, if you know, Jordan Jordan's a perfect example because I mean, geez, I can't think of another better winner out there, right? I mean, the guy's just a friggin' just a winner, right? I mean, but I think, you know, it's it's important in every stage, right? Like, you know, the national level all the way down to, you know, just you with your family, right? It's it's kids. It's older siblings empowering younger siblings, right? Like, it's so important because if everybody's doing that, everybody's looking out for one another, then you won't have any of this stupid crap that's flowing around. You won't have cops, you know, you know, abusing their power, right? But like, yeah. you know, I know I know a lot of cops, man, a lot of cops, and I would say it's probably fifty-fifty. You know, black, Hispanic, white, like all equal, and they're all yeah. like, man, like yeah, these guys were assholes. Period. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. not one person has said, yeah. oh yeah, man, he, he did everything the right way. Like, no, like he did not. <laughs> So yeah. let's 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 think about that. Yeah, I'm interested to hear more about this Derek Chauvin. Is that how you say it? The officer. Yeah. Like it's gonna come out, man. It's like, what was his family like? Like when he was in grade school, middle school, high school. Like who was this kid? He's probably been a jerk his whole life, right? And what caused that? Where was the breakdown in society? You know, was he abused as a kid? Like it, it'll be interesting. Like, of course, I'm not gonna like try to infer anything but like these bad apples like they're the product of something as well yeah and, and look we all know i mean we all know cops that became cops 
just so that they can, you know, finally feel good about themselves, right? I mean, I know, I know several of them. But yeah. I also know that the majority of them are freaking, I mean, they're, they're, the way I see it, it's, it's like the military, man. They're risking their lives for us every single yeah. day, right? Especially, you know, when, you know, now when you got to worry about just standing there, you know, drinking a cup of coffee and someone can come up behind you and stab you. Like, or shoot yeah. you in the head, and then, you know, by the way, you know, that, that police officer, you know, former captain, was a black police officer, you know, retired, protecting a store, gets shot in the head. The media doesn't talk about it at all. The only footage of it is a, this, this guy just laid there by himself dying with blood gushing out of his head on a Facebook Live video. Like, if that is not, like, if that if that's what the symbol of, Black Lives Matter is supposed to entail, it's just despicable. It's absolutely despicable, right? I mean, it's, and this poor guy, this poor guy's family, like, geez, I mean, the guy gave a lifetime supporting people, a lifetime, even as yeah. he died. And that that's yeah. the only thing that's ever mentioned. It's not a, not a big deal. He's a cop. No, he's actually not a yeah. cop. He He's not a cop anymore. <laughs> like, you know, it's just, it's yeah. just, it's, it's so... The narrative is just so distorted and, it's, it's and wrong. It's completely 100% wrong. You don't need to defund the police. You need to increase funding. You need to get them to a place where the where the police are doing their jobs. Like, it's not the same thing with teachers. Like, actually pay them. Get good people that, you know, could have been doctors and lawyers. Get them as police officers. Get them as teachers. You get Pay them a little bit more. Give them benefits. And then weed out the bad ones. And that's how you fix it. Yep. Well, dude, I, and it's all hand in hand, right? So you talk about systemic. The systemic problems or things that need to be changed are those things, but it's it's building up, not pushing down, right? And that's the yeah. that that's the problem, right? It's prop people up, don't freaking beat them down, because yeah. If you're about systemic, you talk about who's been in power in Minneapolis, in LA, in New York, in Chicago, in all these St. Louis, in all these areas where these things are happening, these horrible things are happening. Let's talk about systemic. Let's talk about who has run these cities for 50 years. Yep. I'm not going to give you the answer. People can go look into that. <laughs> or, or will they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, anyway, man. man. I appreciate it, man. And, uh, you know, safe travels. Have fun out there. Um, you know, enjoy the the lower humidity. You know, get outside, and we'll uh, we'll yeah. catch up soon, man. All right, all right, Sounds brother. Good. All right, thanks, guys.